0: Hand-washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh, industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection protection. After washing all of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene use discount code Bruno for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com that's forcefieldproducts.com discount code Bruno forcefieldproducts.com discount code Bruno
1: Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas.
2: I played with MJ. Kobe played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah 6-1, dude, and will take
1: over a game. Catch sports from the sidelines on the Bad Boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app.
0: Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I Use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostleaves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostleaves.com discount code RADIO.
2: There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry
1: Mays. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 two eleven and the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine is necessary today. And if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to OnDoc Healthcare Services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace insurance.
0: We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit.
2: Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. And we'll have a who, for who, for what update. No, it doesn't have anything to do with Ricky Waters, Mm. who once said that as a running back for the Eagles, who alligator-armed the ball over the middle of the field. For who, for what. Exactly. Classic. And I believe a man who was there for the for who, for what moment is the great John McMullen. Every time I go onto my Twitter stream, I see this man being elevated to positions never before seen by any football media member. Go back to Adam Schefter back in the day in Denver. I mean, it took him a while to yeah. get to the top of the mountain. Did he get more jobs since we talked about last? Every time I look, he's got new titles. He's got new shows. He's got new podcasts. This guy, I've been trying to tell all these naysayers on the Twitch stream right. that this guy's an up-and-comer. This might be the John McMullen network. Exactly right. John, congratulations, man. We're not worthy. Now we can't even get John to come on. We have to We have to make an appointment right. to get him on. He's got people. He's got people that say, hey, no, he's not available to 420. <laughs> You better make sure you look and check his schedule a couple days in advance now. You're not calling him last minute and getting him on the show. John, how are you, buddy?
3: Uh, For you guys. For who? For what? For the Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays. That's how you do it.
2: Now, were you around? You were obviously covering the league. Were you in town for that?
3: I wasn't in town, but, yeah, I mean, everybody's versus the Ricky Waters play. And it's great. It's it's a great quote. I love that quote. It's one of my all-time favorites.
2: I think the latest the guy who took after him is Snell Broad down there in right. Tampa. For who, for <laughs> right. what, right? Blake Snell says for who, for what Not for $3.5 million. Dollars. <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite NFL quote of all time uh, was from uh, John McKay, the old Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. He had a bunch uh, yeah. of them, too. Yeah. What do um, you think of your team's execution? Team's execution yeah. I'm all for it, that
2: one. No, but John I mean, McKay. I think,
3: Ricky, <laughs> I, I think Ricky Waters is top ten with that. I really
2: do. Oh, did. no doubt, because he wasn't known for that. Remember, he was, he was a great player, by the way. He, he wasn't was a some, great player, He wasn't yeah. some schlub that they just you know picked up off the scrap heap and threw him out there. This guy was great with the 49ers, and this guy was pretty good here, too, except on that one ball where he wouldn't go over the middle. and And, of course, the term alligator arms was way before that, but it really became... Part of the vernacular here in the Philadelphia sports scene for many, many years. All
3: right, well, now, John. passionate people, and you know, he, you know, he was trying to make a point, and, and it, you know, it's I, like, I'm not going to get blown up uh, to try to do this on one particular play, but obviously that gets lost in translation.
2: Exactly. Unlike Aguilar, uh, replaced that <laughs> later on too. But let's keep, let's get it away from there. I mentioned Tom Brady. I'm sure you saw the story. He was out in Tampa with his pads on, his shoulder pads, the helmet, an orange jersey, and he had eight of his players. And Harry was asking the question, and you know the inside rules of the NFL. Uh, Is he going to get in trouble for that? Is that going to be considered an organized team activity? And those, by the way, are those verboten right now?
3: Uh, Well, they're verboten from a team perspective. But, no, the NFL actually already uh, released a statement because everybody was contacting them about Tom. Tom, by the way, is quite a rebel. Now that he's gotten down to Tampa, mm-hmm. he was already kicked out of the park. You remember that? Yeah, well,
1: he's ago. a pirate. He's a buccaneer exactly. now. You got to <laughs> He's no longer a patriot. He's gone from patriot to buccaneer.
2: Yeah. He's got to pa- start breaking rules. You got to start plundering. Right. And what are they yelling, <laughs> the uh, pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We're doing them plundering. It's blah, 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 about blah, hose blah, blah, blah. and rum now for him. Right? Right. A lot of hose and rum we in pillage, the Tampa exactly. Bay area. Pillage <laughs> and plunder. They yeah. pillage. He's pillaging and yeah, plundering yeah. all over the Tampa Bay area. Pillaging
3: and plundering. <laughs> and as long as it, from the from the league's perspective, as long as you pillage and plunder six feet apart, you're fine. Right. <laughs> Which is absurd, but <laughs> guys are working out together. The NFL has got to put out these politically correct statements. As long as they're six feet apart, there's nothing wrong with it. So there you
2: have it. Now, speaking of ridiculous statements, who saw this one coming? The NFL, on the Friday news dump, released the proposal to help teams get better draft selection and pick selection if they were going to, if they would hire more minority representation as coaches or you know or front office people, and and even the most understanding person. Said what? And so yeah. today they walk that back, and they're going to shelve that, John. And again, I, I agree with the with the philosophy that you know there needs to be more minority representation, but you can't legislate it in and think that it's going to be cool, can
3: you? No, they tabled it, and and you know I think part of the and the NFL really bad. And I I talk about this all the time. They've been consistently bad with unintended consequences. They don't think things out. And when they floated this idea through Jim Trotter, Networks for NFL Media, you know, some of the people coming out against it were guys like Anthony Lynn and, and Lewis Riddick and saying, you know, this is insulting. Mm-hmm. If you think about it from a candidate's perspective, and you're essentially saying, well, you want, might not want to hire this guy, but would you hire him if we moved you up six spots in the third round? So <laughs> I mean, that's that's, that's insulting uh, on a number of levels. And, and by the way, if you talk about that from an organizational perspective, good organizations, that's not going to affect them because they understand how important that decision is. And you want a head coach or, or if you're moving up 10 spots for a general manager, you want those guys to be in position for 15, 20 years if you do it right. And – when you measure that against moving up six spots or ten spots, it doesn't measure up, pun intended. So then you talk about it from that perspective, it doesn't make sense. So who would do it? Bad organization. And they'll go, oh, hey, let's move up six spots and take this guy. And what that says is uh, that particular candidate is probably going into a situation where they're going to make bad decisions. So they're more unlikely to succeed. So I I think it it didn't make sense from so many levels. It got tabled. But the good part is they're not going to block lower-level assistants who are under contract. If they get a coordinator interview or something of that nature, they can now take that interview. I think that's really positive.
1: That's a good thing to me, because especially – you know, like certain teams will just say, no, you're, n- you're not going to be able to interview. You're really, you know, keeping that coach, that, that person, from advancing their career.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it happened all the time. Mm-hmm. It happened with non-minority coaches, right. minority coaches. If you were under contract, that was considered a lateral move, and it obviously wasn't. It was a promotion. You weren't allowed to go in that direction. And, oh, by the way, executives as well, if you're a scout, Uh, for instance, and you get uh, an interview for an assistant GM. You couldn't do that before. You can now do that and take that interview and potentially move forward in your career. And I think, you know, it's not the sexiest solution, and that's what people want. They want immediacy. But long-term, that's the best way, because how you fix this problem is get more people in the pipeline, get more minorities in the pipeline. And once you get that experience, people become more comfortable, and you're more likely to be hired. It's not going to make everyone happy, but I do think it's a positive development.
2: NFL insider and the man pretty much who dominates all NFL media right now, John McMullen. Now, Aaron Rodgers, before we get to the Doug Peterson uh, little get-together today, Aaron Rodgers uh, saying some things that now people are upset and mad about. And he says, you know, not being allowed, uh, he's not allowed to practice with the Packer players, not as an organized team activity. He can't even go out there and work out with the guys but he says it feels like house arrest we're under house arrest to find a cure he does go on and say you know i understand what's going on we have to be safe but even he you know a guy you would think could go anywhere he wants and actually was out of the country when this pandemic started in peru i think he had a tough time getting back yeah he had a hard time getting back from peru with his girlfriend and now he's sitting there saying hey I feel like I'm under house arrest until we find a cure, and a lot of people feel that way. But if you say that nowadays, you know, you're on somebody's list, and then you're now another nutcase.
3: Yeah, I mean, people politicize everything. And my favorite people are the people that say po- politicians don't politicize things. I mean, that's the dumbest thing you could ever say. So <laughs>
2: That's all they live when, for. That's their job.
3: Exactly. That's their job. But you, you have it. You say it's not about politics, but we see the, the dichotomy between so-called red states and blue states. Bottom line is people are getting frustrated. And when you talk about professional athletes in, in, in general, I mean, these are not the people in danger. Um, you know, it, it generally affects the elderly, obviously the immune deficient. These guys are generally in shape. These are the highest level of athletes. Nobody wants to get sick. uh, But the likelihood of of you opening up a season, it's not just the NFL season, the NBA coming back, Major League Baseball. Yeah, guys are going to get sick. But, look, you have to weigh it. You have to be pragmatic. I mean, there isn't going to be a cure. This is a virus. The best you can hope for is a vaccine that you – you get every year or something of that nature. So we're going to have to move forward at some point, and I think a lot of people and high-profile people like Aaron Rodgers are starting to speak out. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing.
2: No, it's not, because, you know, everybody has a right to say how they feel. Sadly, that's not the case anymore in this country, in this really divided country, which is idiotic. But we got to get to, the, to, to Doug Peterson. I like Doug Peterson but what he said today, and you were there as part of that uh, Zoom, virtual thing, virtual right? Today? Zoom. How yeah. many people were on the Zoom session with you today?
3: Fifty-five. Oh my Fifty-five God. people? Fifty-five.
2: We don't have 55 media people in this city.
3: Yeah, we do. One the eagles are up.
2: <laughs> how, we do. How do they <laughs> Fifty-five. Do, how do they go in order? Like,
1: does everybody just start talking at once to ask a question? How do they do that? Now, yeah. What,
3: what, what happens on Zoom? is there is a raise-your-hand function. So uh, you have to raise your hand. So basically, we all get there 10 minutes early. We're led into the room, and we race to raise our hands. And then they go in order. I was number 12 today, 12 of 12. 12 people got to ask questions. Uh, I was 12 of the 55. Do they know who
2: you are, John? Do they realize that your recent promotions to the higher echelon of this kind of sports media it's pretty <laughs> That's low, well? The
3: only I get into questions.
2: Now. Were there guys with, like, basement blogs who have, like, no, five no, people no. listening to them it's asking all, questions?
3: It's all, it's all the Philly Inquirer. It's all it's all those types of people. Uh, and, yeah, it's it's tough uh, to get into an Eagle Zoom press conference because they got about... 25 30 minutes and 55 people you do the math
1: so 50 55 people are in there but only 12 get to ask questions
3: yes but oh, you're doing
2: now okay. but you're in your own home so not everybody's in the same everybody's in their own house and they yeah. get on this zoom session and are all 55 heads in boxes Like some of the ESPN shows that are Uh, on now? You
3: can do that, yeah. You can put everybody in your screen. Now, some people don't put on their video Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, for whatever. They don't like their Zoom backgrounds, I guess. So some people just have their audio on. Anybody shirtless?
2: Yeah, anybody not wearing shirts or pants? Not
3: not yet, but, you know, (laughs) there was a conference, Carl, earlier this season where somebody forgot to have their mute on. And it was Rodney McLeod, the Eagles' safety, and uh, somebody let an F-bomb fly. Oh, in their house. Man. They were man. yelling at shut somebody it down. in their house.
1: we got to shut this down. We can't have yeah. this anymore. Jeez, rest that way, guy. By the way,
3: Rodney was, was a professional. He, he just kept going like nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's professionalism is right. All right, John, so Doug Peterson was asked about a lot of things. You know, and he says the pandemic forces veteran-laden <laughs> teams early. to. So, I mean, he's saying that Nate Sudfeld, He expects to be the backup quarterback, a guy that's been here, what, four years now and pretty much doesn't see any time. And obviously they drafted the quarterback, Jalen Hurts. So he's saying early on, if they get back, that you're going to see just all the veteran guys and he's not going to put some of the draft picks in because they're not familiar with the system as are veterans like Nate Sudfeld. Now that's understandable, and I think we can buy that. Is anybody questioning that?
3: Yeah, I know. I don't think so. I've been talking about that really since the draft, and I've been telling fans all across the league to slow their roll if they think rookies are going to have an a immediate impact on their particular favorite teams. I mean, there is no, Doug called it grass time today. There is none. Uh, and, and to expect guys to ramp up, even if we get to training camp, best case scenario, late July, early August, that's it. That's all the time the rookies have. So To expect them to uh, hit the ground running week one, I I think it's kind of pie in the sky. I think people are being unrealistic. Now, uh, there'll be exceptions. There are players so talented that they can just go out there and dominate on their physical ability alone. Chase Young, I think, has got a chance to be a superstar in this league, and he's just better than people athletically. So uh, there'll be a few. But if you're expecting significant uh, uh, rookie impact across this league, I don't think it's going to happen at least early in the season. Maybe the second half if we end up playing 16 games.
1: What did he say about the offense, about how it uh, it may not look different this year?
3: Yeah, he, he said there's not going to be, uh, to the naked eye, drastic changes. And, and I, I – That doesn't surprise me either. I mean, this is a team, think about it, guys, with Greg Ward, Boston Scott, Josh Perkins, practice squad, everybody talked about it. Mm -hmm. They were top five in third-down offense and red zone offense, and that's what Doug has always preached is situational football. So they're top five with these players. Mm -hmm. How much better do you get? Now, if you look at week one when Deshaun Jackson was healthy, the offense looked different. Because he had that speed on the field, and they could do some different things. But from a schematic standpoint, it was the same. So I I think any changes you're going to see are related to talent. It's going to be the Doug Peterson, West Coast, with spread concepts, offense that he learned from Andy Reid. That's what he believes in. That's what he's going to do.
2: Now, John, one of the things that he did, and all coaches do this, and you know, and, and Doug's not a guy who's going to say controversial things. He's not going to get people all upset. But the people get upset when he says things that we know he's going to say. For example, he was asked about Jason Peters, who's still sitting out there waiting for somebody to make him an offer. And he gave the, the typical, you know, I have a lot of respect for what he's accomplished in his career. But Andre Dillard was the player we drafted to be the left tackle for us. He's taken command, and he's, uh, he's seen his confidence res a lot. Well, what's he supposed to say? We really have no interest in Jason Peters until the end when he comes groveling back, looking for a job, and we'll throw him a couple of bucks to be a backup. He's not going to say that, but isn't that basically what they're doing with Jason Peters?
3: Yeah, I mean, I I think the plan is to get to training camp to see where Andre Dillard was. You're you're contradicting yourself from Doug's standpoint. You're saying, look, the rookies, the younger players, we haven't gotten a chance to look at them because of the virtual offseason. And then you're saying Andre Dillard has taken command. Well, how could he take command? He's not doing anything. So uh, the hope is, you know, they traded up for him in the first round. So they obviously want him to be the starting left tackle, but – If he shows up in August and looks terrible, I think the hope is Jason is still sitting by the phone because there's no question he wants to play here, and this is his preference. But I think the Eagles want to get younger for a lot of different reasons, mainly because Carson Wentz's contract is really going to kick in next season, uh, and they want to go the more cost-effective route. So that means younger players on their rookie deals. They want Andre Diller to be the starter, but if he can't do it, what Doug said about that veteran laden season, then he'd call up Jason Peters and say, We need you, big guy.
1: John, did you ever get food poisoning from a pizza delivery?
3: Not from a pizza delivery. No. I got a great Boston Market story, though.
2: You do? <sighs> <laughs> well, if it's food poisoning, I, I, I don't think it's a great Boston Market story. No, though, it's not. <laughs> oh, okay. It's
3: not going to – so we'll X that out. Can we edit that out? Yes, I, it's a – I don't, don't want to say the name of the restaurant. Oh, of it. it's too oh, late, Oh, damn. It's too the late. the good part <laughs> – no, the good part of is I loved it so much uh, that I, I got it one day. I got sick. I felt horrible. I didn't put two and two together. And my wife had the leftovers in the fridge, and I went right back to him the next day and got sick again. Was it Not the, my best moment. Was it, was it the
1: creamed cream. spinach?
2: No. No? I
3: don't He's, I didn't know. I used to I love that creamed did, spinach. Oh, did you, identify, spinach awesome.
2: the, did you d- identify the tainted product?
3: I, I never did identify the tainted product. Wait, so I you and Michael
2: Jordan to... did the same thing. You trusted somebody to give you yeah. food. You got sick, and you went back the next day. Yes. He was exactly. hungry. Did you Did five guys serve you the dinner <laughs> when you were sitting there? And it, Did you take it out, or did you my, eat it there?
3: My issue was I was just too dumb to figure out the issue. I just assumed, hey, I didn't feel well. And, and I'm feeling better now, so I'll just go back to the well.
2: Wow. That's a real You're either a real man or you're really dumb, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling <laughs> really? you. Yeah. There's no in-between. There's no in-between on that one.
3: Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. Was, since that was I- many, many years ago. I've learned from it. I wouldn't do that today. So That's what you do. You learn from your mistakes.
2: But wait a minute. You eat press box food all over the National Football League. All Come right.
3: On. I don't learn from my mistakes. What do you
1: want to <laughs> I was going to say, since I did not get one yet today, can we give one to John?
2: No, he, made, he admitted something. He admitted a mistake. Yes. You don't get one for admitting a mistake. You get one when you make a mistake and you don't acknowledge it, and then you have to be ripped. You know, the that's how way we treat to everyone.
3: Robin, you gotta be self deprecating. You gotta admit it right up. Just admit the mistake.
2: Exactly right. You know how it works. How can Robin, who's been with me 11 years, not know how it works when this is how it's always worked on this show? You know what I mean?
3: That's a bad job by you, Robbie. You I
2: know. Wow. Wow.
3: Way to turn it
1: around, John. That's good
2: work. That is good work out of him. That
1: was actually kind of impressive, I have to say.
2: John, anything else that we're missing in the NFL today? Because uh, we cover pretty much everything. I mean, it, all these teams are having these virtual Zoom things, and there's really not much news gleaned from it. But here in Philly, of course, when, when, when the coach speaks or anybody speaks, it becomes a week-long, let's go to the yeah, phones. Well, yeah. Let's go to the phones and bang this story to death for the, next, for the rest <laughs> of the week.
1: Well, John, were, were you a big Phyllis George fan back in the day? I Passed was a big, big Phyllis George yeah. fan. I was a big
3: NFL Today fan. Yeah, yeah me the too. The entire group. Who was it? You were looking live from Brett Musberger, mm-hmm. Irv Cross, Phyllis George. Give me the Greek. That was the reason I think a lot of us uh, developed a love for the NFL. Now today I won't watch a pregame show. I've no interest. Really? And I loved. It. I love that pregame. show.
2: No, it was must watch. But now remember, we didn't have internet. We didn't right, have all right. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that was the go to show. The interviews were go to. You know, and then and then back then when Brett Musburger says, you are looking live, and they show live shots, like they still do today, right. of different stadiums, you know, they get reports. But now, you're right, there's so much of it. And they go on for like four, they start four hours before kickoff because they got to sp- raise advertising to get all this, uh, you know, it costs so much for the rights fees that as much as good as some of them are, I don't watch them. I turn the damn TV yeah, on at kickoff. kickoff. A kick- lot
3: of times less is more. I think if you yep. go back... Mel Allen's this week in baseball, used to love that it. That was now great. I now, yep. now I can't watch a, a, a highlight show to save my life. Uh, you know, Monday night football halftime highlights—that was great. Everybody yeah. would wait for that. Can mm-hmm. you imagine that today? Oh, I know. You got the highlights in YouTube, ten seconds late.
2: Yeah, and that's you know, and, and again, we that, that, you know we're sounding like boomers here, mm-hmm. but what oh, we are—we are boomers. Yeah. Are we okay, boomers? Though—that's okay. what I don't want to know.
3: Okay. <laughs> Okay, Boomer. Let's get that on the Twitch. Let's get that trending on the Twitch. Okay, Okay. Boomer.
2: (laughs) I think Okay, Boomer has jumped the shark by now, hasn't it? So has jumped the shark, by the way. John, I just want to get your take on one other thing. Are we all in this together? Because, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot, and everybody says it. And, again, not to be offensive to anybody, but we're not all in this together. Yeah,
3: we're not all in this together. Most of you have no idea what you're doing. And you should listen to people like me and Tony and exactly. Harry and Robin.
2: Exactly right. I mean, we worry about science, and then the scientists have been wrong from Jump Street on this thing. And I'm going to keep listening to them, and I'm going to make a list of all the mistakes that they've made to try to tell us what we should do with our lives.
3: Yeah, it's okay to 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 engage in some critical thinking. You don't have to follow. Exactly, all the time. you're
2: absolutely right. That's what it's about. Everybody feels that they have to take a side. And I gotta yeah. blame I gotta blame Harry's buddy out there in San Diego who's oh, forced this take a Scott side Kaplan. issue. Scott yeah. Kaplan sided. Yeah. Why does everybody have to take a side? We can we can disagree. <laughs> He's not allowing people to come together. He, he wants you to split up happens. and take a side. That's a
3: good point. You know like, point, if side. you're a
2: degenerate gambler, you, sometimes you gotta go to the middle. You know, you yeah. gotta take the middle and then you look at the both sides and then you go to the one side or you can middle it and then Go back the other way, from the back to the middle to the back That's again. That's
3: why I, I, am, I, I am divesting myself of, of the Republican Party, the Democrat Party. Uh, I'm starting the pragmatic party. I like I'm it. Gonna, I, need to, I need Tony Bruno because I need that, uh, I need that big name to yeah. get it going.
2: I'm a, I agree. Everybody thinks I'm a Republican because I don't agree with all this Trump stuff 24-7. I just... Listen, I well, if you don't Trump.
3: agree with their side, you're the other side. Right, exactly. right. I'm people, not
2: on any side. I despise every political party,
3: every single one of them. They can't even fathom independent thinkers. No, they can't no. even fathom it. No. It's 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 exactly like sports fans, like Cowboys fans versus Eagles exactly. fans. Exactly. Bears fans versus Packers fans.
1: John, did you Raiders
3: s- fans versus Broncos. Fans.
1: Did you see this? I just uh, we talked about this briefly in the first segment. The NFL's testing an N95 surgical mask material on modified face mask. Did you see anything about this? Yeah.
3: Yeah, they're going to uh, that they're trying to develop this mask for the players when they come back. Uh, yeah, which is a good thing. I uh, I mean, it, it's pretty clear when things do ramp up, and, and they are, I, I think training camps are going to open, if not when they're supposed to, a week or two after them, unless something drastic changes between now and then. Uh, but there's going to be uh, a bunch of safety protocols uh, uh, put in place, and one of them is going to be wearing masks, and, and the players are going to be around the facility in those masks. It's a new normal, as Doug Peterson might
2: say. There's no such thing as a new normal. <laughs> That's true. It's just new. What's the new radical song called? Remember that big hit, that you only get what you give, or something like that? You only yeah, get yeah. what you yeah. give. It's something radicals. It's a new radical. New radicals. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Not free radicals. That's yeah. something that you take when you take a couple of pills.
3: That's a good point by Harry, though. New normal, no such thing. Yeah. If, it's, if, it's, if it's normal, it's, it's not it's, new. It's just, it's just new. new. Yeah.
2: There you have it. You're not getting this kind of breakdown no. anywhere else on the radio band on the just satellite. Just here, just here, ladies and gentlemen,
3: and that's B Nation, ladies.
2: Exactly right. John McMillan, John, good to talk to you, brother. We'll see you soon.
3: All right, thanks, guys.
2: See you, John. Yeah, the new radicals. You get what you give. That's not a bad you song. You only get no, no. It's a great song. Yeah,
1: well produced.